0: Welcome to the Bloom Where You're Planted podcast from Never Too Late Cafe. I'm your host, Laura Womack. Each week we sit down for a chat with someone just like you, someone who had an idea, a passion, a dream, or sometimes just a thought, and planted that seed, watched it grow into something they wanted to share with the world. If you have an idea for a topic, or someone that would be a guest for the Bloom Where You're Planted podcast, Feel free to reach out to us on Facebook, where you can join our Never Too Late Cafe Facebook group. We'd love to hear from you. And I have a very special guest with me today, and that's Phoebe White. Hi, Phoebe. Hi. And welcome. Thank you for having me. Um, We're going to start with where you are currently
1: living. So... I live in London, Kentucky. I used to live in the city, but now we moved out in a farmhouse. So we live in a farmhouse and we have some horses and dogs and cats and stuff like that.
0: Very cool. Now, so um have you always lived in the London area, London, Kentucky area? Yes, I've always lived in London. Okay, very cool. So we're going to jump into your story and it's a fascinating one and I do want to say that you are the youngest person that I have talked to so far. And but that's the inspiration of all of this is that um, someone's gonna look at your hear your story and look at what you've done and say, Hey, I can too. So
1: start with how you got interested in music. So I've always had music around the house, but I got interested in music when I heard Liam Ryan sing Blue, or cowboy music. I got interested in cowboy music like that. And I, she did like a voice slip, and I thought it was really cool. So I was like, maybe I should try that. So the next day, I worked on it. And by that evening, I could kind of yodel. It was like a voice flip and stuff. But the next day, I heard her sing Cowboy Sweetheart. And it actually had a yodel in it. And since I learned, it was kind of like the same pattern as a voice slip. I tried doing that, and I could, so I always, and then I got more into cowboy music after that.
0: I didn't know she did um, a yodel, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I missed that. <laughs> yeah. So were there other people that their
1: style of music and their sound influenced you? Yes. Riders in the Sky, Roy Rogers, Dell Evans, Jimmy Rogers, Patsy Montana, and Patsy Cline, and Carolina Cox
0: oh very interesting that's um not what uh typically ones your age are listening to <laughs>
1: i mean i still listen to different things i mean i i like everything so i but mostly i like cowboy music so i can listen to a little bit of everything though all right so um well when did you get to where you started to perform At what age? Okay, I started voice lessons when I was seven, but I started performing when I was eight years old.
0: Wow, that's very soon after you started lessons. (laughs) Yeah. They must have seen something in you. So, Mm
1: -hmm. what was your first performance? I sang, well, performance or first time performing? Well, you pick. So my first time performing, I sang at a recital we always have after you work on a song and you do recital. And I had so much fun. I was so scared. But after that, I never got nervous again. So I've never gotten nervous. And that was the only time I've ever gotten nervous. And was... Yeah, that's pretty. And where was that at the first time? Uh, It was at a church. We Okay. I did voice lessons at a Christian church. <laughs> okay. And you haven't been nervous since then? No, but I did. I did ask mommy after I got done singing, find me more places to sing because I liked it so much.
0: <laughs> I I guess you're a natural entertainer then. And I can't say, uh, as another disclaimer, I have heard you, bet you, seen you, uh, mm-hmm. and your mother. That's your manager. Momager. <laughs> Momager. That's wonderful. (laughs) Um, I don't think anyone could do it better. So while we're on video, which, again, is the first for this podcast, because most people, including myself, shy away from the camera. (laughs) And can you describe your instruments? You did it for me before we started recording, but it would be wonderful for people to see this view of and tell us about them and where you got them and that sort of thing All
1: Right, so this one right here but i don't think you it see it's right i uh, i got it for singing i think it was before my birthday last year and i've always wanted a 12 string and i got it in richmond and this is my sister's guitar right here which we got her Christmas, about a few years ago, like a long time ago. This is my guitar. So it's a travel guitar. So it folds up into this little bitty backpack. Can you, you show
0: know? us how you showed me earlier, but can you show me how it comes apart? Because maybe other people have seen that before, but I hadn't. And it's so cool.
1: So it comes apart here. You twist it. Then there's a button right here. You press it, it pops the neck off, and then it all fits. And here it goes, like the neck goes here. And then the rest, of the, the rest of it goes in there. And so I thought it was really cool. I loved it so much. And then I got a banner gel for my break, Christmas last year. This is my favorite. I sang it for our 70s recital we did. It was, and I played Rainbow Connection. And then um, this was my favorite. Woody Paul gave me, he had a mandolin and he gave it to me when I was around nine and he also gave me his fiddle, which I'm learning right now. So,
0: Wow. Now, do other people in your family, your sister has a guitar. Do others in your family play music as well?
1: Yes. My whole family does. My brother plays ukulele and guitar. My other brother is learning guitar right now. And my brother a few months ago was playing electric guitar. He loves it. So he's so good at it. And just and just, i learned learning fiddle right now. Just, i was trying to learn fiddle too. Then my older brother, who's eight eighteen, turning 19 the next month with me, and my sister who's 14 turned 15 the next month after. Um, she they both play piano.
0: Oh my goodness. That's an amazing musical family. So um okay, so when you talked about having a guitar that you could take apart. You've used it for travel. Can you talk about some of the travels you've done? Because you've been more than just in Kentucky.
1: Yes. I took it with me to Arizona, to the International Western Music Association, which is in November, which I go am trying to go to every year. I went for my first time last year. It was so much fun. And I brought this guitar. It was so much fun. Yeah. Yes, Sorry. Albuquerque. is Albuquerque. And then I went to Arizona with it, too for it was so fun it was just it was just like we did a gig there and I met some of the people I met in Albuquerque before it was so much fun
0: and uh you had a big big thing that happened not long ago in Tennessee I performed at the Grand Ole
1: Opry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love that smile that must have been people look forward to that and dream of that their whole life and there you are there you are (laughs) so how did you get some of your earlier starts like um really on you know bigger stages and maybe i don't know winning
1: competitions just kind of go there so my mom found me places to sing and i just loved singing i sang cowboy sweetheart every time it was my favorite song to sing And then Michael Jonathan from Woodsong, full time radio hour, he invited me on Woodsongs. And then he asked me to open up for Riders in the Sky, which I became best of friends with. They're so great and so sweet to me. And Woody Paul said, You should be on the Opry. And I thought he was just being really nice and stuff. But then five years later, I was on the Opry. (laughs) Somehow. So
0: you have been. On the Wood Songs Old Time Radio program, several times. Um, just, uh, I think that you were on the thousands, the one thousandth program. Yes, well, that was must must have been a really big deal because that's a lot of accomplishment there. So,
1: yeah. How old, how old were you then? I think I was thousand. I, I think uh, ten or nine. I think. Maybe ten, no, I maybe well, eight, nine.
0: Because well, I used to with songs when you were eight.
1: Yeah. Wait. No, I must have been ten because I was playing guitar after the party. They did a party, and I played guitar. So, so and um, and Riders and Sky were there. They played for the One Thousand Show. They were the guests, and I was with was kidding. <laughs> Fantastic. So. um,
0: I know that um, you have a lot of exciting things that you're doing and have done. So, is there a favorite?
1: Well, I'm working on favorite the Aubrey. That's, that's my favorite. The
0: Aubrey is my favorite. And you weren't scared when you were on that stage? No. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to teach people your trick. What
1: in the world do you do to keep so calm? It's just I I think it's just it it just I just like the stage. I always like being on stage. It's so much fun.
0: (laughs) Well, um, and so multi instruments, um, traveling. Mm -hmm. So you know, this podcast is called Bloom Where You're Planted. So can you? share what that quote means to you
1: to be where god wants you to be i feel like where i am now is where i need to be and so yeah just to do my best to be content and stuff wow
0: those are great and so a lot of people that are gonna listen to this are gonna go, wow, this girl is so young and she's done all these things. And um how does she do it? What words of wisdom would you give to people that wants to do what you're doing? You're a singer and a songwriter and a performer. I mean, those are all different things because some people sing, but they sing in the shower. <laughs> and that still makes them a singer, but to do all of those things. What would you, what advice would you give to someone?
1: Well, my mom always said, if you want to be the best, you got to practice more than the rest and just work hard. Mm. hard. It might be hard, but
0: still, it's probably worth it. So you uh, must practice a lot then. Yeah. (laughs) So you, you have instruments you practice, you have singing that you practice. And, um, so your momager is your booking agent Yes, and your marketing person. Yep. (laughs) Oh, I should have brought them. I'm not, I don't have them with me. Do you still have your paper dolls available for people to purchase?
1: Yes, I do. And she's also my teacher. My school teacher. And you're still smiling.
0: (laughs) I did homeschooling and I don't know that the ones I taught were still smiling afterwards. (laughs) Um, So the paper dolls, I have to say, oh, I really wish I'd brought them with me. And what a cool idea. And your mailing label has your little picture on it. (laughs) Your mom has thought of everything. so there they are oh how fun i can't (laughs) wait to get into them so i just i mine just came the other day so um well tell us what
1: what is next for you well i have a lot of two-hour sets coming up i'm working on doing um something here in london um it's like it's a two-hour set too i um I'm working on writing some music right now. My next album should come out next year. I'm working. On, I'm writing all the songs for that song, all the, the album, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. You know, getting Christmas songs ready. You no know, sets like oh. that. Oh, now oh. tell us about your first album. So, my first album was unexpected. And right now, it's number seven on the Western charts. And I recorded it with the McLean family band, Michael Jonathan, who hosts Wood Song's Old Time Radio Hour, and Riders in the Sky.
0: That is fantastic. So, um, songwriting, how does that come to you? I mean, not everyone, like I said, not everyone that sings, writes, but you do.
1: So, how does the, the process come for you? Well, sometimes I'm in the moment, and it just actually like I watch a Western movie. Sometimes like I like take there's a Roy Rogers movie called Under Nevada Skies, and as soon as I watched it, I wrote a song about my original. I played at the uh, Hall of Fame Under Nevada Skies. It just came; it was inspirational. And I wrote a song about it, and it's just so because I love the movie so much.
0: Mm. And then other songs inspire you, or other movies, or
1: most of the time, it's mostly watch their movies. But I do, write, I do write gospel music, too. I have, I've written three gospel originals, so.
0: Well, I uh, can't wait
1: to hear the next one. And
0: I do have your, your first one. And it's, it's very exciting to to hear you sing and and to chat with you. And there was something that happened not long ago at Rinfo Valley.
1: How did like, that come about? So Jessica, who runs the Hall of Fame, she said, we should have you on there someday. Or, and she, well, she said, you you should be on there. And then I said, well, it's really hard to explain it. So she said to me, I want to put you in the Hall of Fame. And put a little exhibit place for you. And I was like, oh, you're just being nice, right? And she asked me we bring some stuff. And then we'll put it in like, Like you know, the box and stuff, and then (laughs) when I saw it, it was just so much fun. I've had I'm just so grateful that she's giving me this experience.
0: So that was uh, the Kentucky Music Hall of Fame. So you have an honorary uh, display, an exhibit, and there was an opening, and uh, it was televised, and. Things are really happening for you. It must be so exciting. <laughs> and I have to say you're pretty humble for someone that's accomplished so much so quickly. So um, do you have any other last words you wanna share with us? Oh, like what's next? You said your album and some Christmas music and a local. Yeah, yep, well, and long range, what's your big goal? To win a Grammy
1: and build the Opry again. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I'd say you have a good chance of all those things. Well,
1: oh, so, thank you so much.
0: <laughs> so as our time comes to a close, remember to keep creating, keep sharing, and keep supporting each other. And remember to bloom where you're planted. Bye for now.